join the captain and his crew when things go sour as their status quo is about to be turned upside down. How will the crew handle the weight of the corporate thumb, the hard cases of dangerous trade routes, their own greed? Find out as the Southern Tomfoolery Network presents Live and Let Fly. Welcome back, everybody, to the Live and Let Fly podcast. How y'all doing today? Great. Wait, we get to do more of this? That's what they tell me, is that I thought we, it was just we a do, one in shot. fact, get to do more. I thought it was just a one-shot. So we, it was a, a two-part one-shot? We, defeated the one shot? And we, we, yeah. didn't, we didn't beat the game when the sirens came? No. What? No, you didn't. <laughs> what? Because well, it wasn't sirens, it was sirens. Oh, true, sirens. true, true, true. Yeah. Yeah, that's where you're. <laughs> Listen, I'm country. I was so. You don't understand how proud I was of myself. That's just, that's just all there is to it, you know? It like, is, it's it not is. a big deal unless y'all make it a big deal. Well, well, we're going to just because. I wish you wouldn't. No, we're going to. We're going to. It's gone country. <laughs> <laughs> Look at them boots. <laughs> yeah. uh, how you doing? You enjoying GMing so far? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's fun. Um, I mean, this isn't my first time sure. GMing or anything, but... Saying his first rodeo. <laughs> this is not my first rodeo, in fact, yeah. It's bulls and blood, dust, dust and, and mud. mud. Yeah. Roar of the Sunday the crowd? Roar of Sunday crowd. Okay. Oh, you the know Roar dust and mud? The Thursday crowd, and by crowd, I mean my five best friends. It's been a while since we did a Garth Brooks intro. Hey, Have man, we ever it, done one? We did one time. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, Zach linked up on it, and you were very surprised. Yeah, <laughs> as 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 that tends to happen. Listen, I've, I've th- I thought about something, Zach, and and you know, for, forgive me if I'm derailing, but you know, I feel like I owe you all plenty of derailments <laughs> um, <laughs> what we haven't mentioned i don't think in any of our up top intros so far or whatever is that we have a pretty substantial uh discord community that we'll often reference even though we try not to mm. and so if this is your first time listening to southern tomfoolery you should get on that discord too mm-hmm. because it's oh, fun yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah for sure hell yeah sure. It's fun and vaguely terrifying sometimes, which is right. fun in its own sense. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And also, if you're not familiar with Garth Brooks, like give him a shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to find Garth Brooks' music online, isn't it? No. Uh, it's very easy Never at looked. the dollar stores in Mississippi because yes. they've got for like $8 every piece of music he ever made. In a package deal. Well, that doesn't it's help. only hard when you're not looking for it. What is it like yeah. a package of like, cassettes or? Yes. No, it's all, it's CDs and like a live DVD, I think. <laughs> okay. Which which the thing is, he apparently puts on an amazing live show. Like yeah. he's always referred to as like Country Kiss. You know. I thought he was Country uh, uh, the Boss. I haven't I mean, heard that. I don't I mean, know if that's true. That's. <laughs> 
No, like he's the Springsteen of country yeah. music. Yeah, like he's like just hardworking, energetic the no, whole time. No, I'm not talking about his vibe. I'm talking about like in terms of his like stage presence and like pyrotechnics and stuff. Oh, oh the production of it. Right. I, gotcha. like, I know he flies over the the right. audience. Right. He he was the first country guy to have the like uh, built in you uh-huh. know mic to his cowboy yeah. hat. Oh yeah. Mm. Like no, it's just like a. It's, I like it's to not think a, it's, it's built wireless. into the cowboy hat. Yeah, it's it's orange hat of disguise. In my fan fiction, <laughs> in my head cannon, right. Garth Brooks's mic is built directly into his cowboy hat. Yeah, yes. that's a quote from Heath Parker. Yes, yes. nailed it. Twenty twenty one. Never forget. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ham horn for Garth Brooks's yes. cow- cowboy hat. Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Hey man, I'm here for it. I'm absolutely here for it. Um, so how are you guys enjoying playing in, in Fly for Your Die so far? We got two episodes under our belt now. How you feel about it? Are you enjoying it thus far? Wipe it. No. Wipe it. All Let's, right, all right. No. So out of a drift portal comes the friendship. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. BD five fourteen. Nope. I need to say this real quick because I don't think I've actually said it out loud. Y'all, the theme music to this show is a banger. It's a bop. It's I a bop. love it this song. Yeah, it hits. Yeah, uh, I'm having a great time. Uh, I mean, you know, um, nobody it, asked you, Adam. You literally just did. <laughs> you did though. <laughs> literally just did. You said, I just like to say nobody asked you, Adam. <laughs> That's fine. Never mind. Somebody else want to talk? Uh, no, I am also no, Adam, enjoying no. it greatly. No, Adam, go on. Just cool. no. His lips are all pursed, so he ain't mad. He real mad. <laughs> I'm just going to drink my beer, and I'll decide whether or not I'm having a good time in my own head. Mm-hmm. Damn. You want to share it with the class, Adam? Mm-mm. Not anymore. I'm going to be petty okay. this whole episode. Oh, right. no, not a petty Adam. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Everybody's like, damn, he's really good at that. We don't want that uh, to happen. Well, That's at least right. we're not having to deal with petty GM. That's true. That's true. Just petty true. captain. Uh, yeah, no, I, I am truly enjoying it. I mean, I've been wanting to play a Wolf Solarian forever. And um, so I'm just I'm just really excited to keep diving in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're no yeah. longer the forever DM. That's great. No, I mean, you know, I keep saying, oh, this is my first time to play. And I feel like it's a disservice to Emily. It's good. Yeah, me the opportunity. I, I, just, I just cried about it off air. It's fine. Well, the thing <laughs> is, Emily, the reason why I say that all the time is because when I'm playing as Weldy, I'm, it's just me. <laughs> it's not you know, a character. Like, right, exactly. <laughs> that's that's kind of how I see Weldy is just, it's young, just a young, dumb Adam. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's not that dumb. Nope. It's just Adam the Younger. <laughs> that's not all that Weldy smart is. either. He's pretty very wise. wise. He's pretty wise. He's got the wisdom for sure, mechanically oh. anyway. Yeah, right. So, but I'm curious: <laughs> is Roland wise? Um, he's more wise than he is intelligent. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> Ain't we all? <laughs> but that doesn't make him very wise. No, no uh, you know <laughs> his mental stat is much more his charisma. Yeah, his I feel that coin either lands on one way or the other. You know, mm. it's either going to be higher wisdom or higher intelligence. Unless you know, you're an never both. I can have pretty low in both. <laughs> that Starfighter point by keeps it um, pretty tight. Yeah. You know, you don't really uh, get a lot of, like, extraneous skill points that you can mm. just throw into shit. Yeah, I mean, right. and I've got to spread out to charisma because that's my class skill. But I also have to be, like, 
Marshall. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to put points in strength or dex, which I went dex build and charisma build. And then I have like a little wisdom, but you know, I got a minus one to my intelligence. He's not smart at all. Wow. Uh, he's not book smart, you know, like he just didn't pay attention in class. So, but he does have a 12 wisdom plus one wisdom and you know, he's got a plus three in his charisma. So he's kind of a personality, okay. uh, emotionally intelligent person. He was right, class Nobody class. asked for a life story, mate. Oh, damn. <laughs> But literally, oh, you just did. <laughs> Telling us how the sausage is made. Was that who said that last uh, last session or session before last? I did. It was yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. After you asked me to introduce myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Adam. I'll be just nice keeping to it going. I'll be it's nice fine. to you. No, this it's cool. He lied. I can take it. He lied. I'm just. Um, I don't just know. I'm just enjoying the role chair. reversal. Yeah. 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 Just, yeah. I, I get it. Trust me, yeah. I get it. <laughs> um, uh, okay, you guys want to get into it, man? Like, yeah, I reckon. Let's you go. Play some Starfinder. I guess that's that's technically why we're here tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking of a pivot, but I figure, you know what? Fuck it. No, that's on a pivot podcast. Wait a minute. Yeah, this is not pivot podcast. That's yeah, this is different. not pivot central. <laughs> I, you know, here's the thing. I know feed. this is a new show. I can't pretend like. Like we can't reference our uh, our jokes from like it's gonna be nigh impossible. I make no promises. In fact, I'm actively saying I'm not going to do it. So if this is your first time listening to the STF crew and there's a joke you don't understand, well, guess what? We have two years of the Apollo Protection Agency. You need to get caught up on. Time to do some homework. If you want to understand it, I'm not here to make this more accessible for you. This is just how it is. Wow. We also have a wow. Discord where, like, if you just don't want to listen to the other show, you can at least come to the Discord and be like, hey, what's this joke about? Yep. That's yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. And if you want to link to that Discord, check out southerntomfoolery.com. Yeah. Wow. I think we've recently updated that. To, to undo Zach's antagonism to all of our new <laughs> listeners. I'm proud of you guys. You hey, guys, you guys did a good doing, job. You're doing a great job. That's what we're here for, guys. really. Well, he had, you're doing yeah. a great job, and that's an inside joke yep. that you would understand if you listened, <laughs> if you listened, to, listened to the last to two all of our years content. of Apollo <laughs> Protection Agency. <laughs> <laughs> we are killing oh, this man. intro. My God. Listen, I'm, I'm just kidding. Okay, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm if just... you don't know Zach, if you haven't listened to the 150 episodes that exist already, <laughs> then you need this to. Is just because who he is. Yeah, then, then you'll you understand, so you understand where Zach's You, you need to get my sense of humor. <laughs> get on my level. Okay? Get on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm all nerves today because it's it's going to be an interesting, exciting episode, and uh, I I have no idea how it's going to go. This is your first like GM test of what the fuck are the players going to do? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I'm just trying to stall as first, long as possible. That's Zach, all it is. Zach, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, we beat the we, we beat the encounter last time. Yeah, like, yeah. We're yeah. level two it's now, smooth, right? Yeah, it's smooth sailing from yeah. here on out. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right, Zach, show us how smooth it is. Yeah, go on. Go on so, smooth it out no, first. Hold on, Zach. You let us live, and now we need you need to let mm-hmm. us fly. It's the name of the show. <laughs> that We're is done. The, I you mean, it is in the name. It's like, Te- he said the line, guys. He, he said, said the line. Said- <laughs> <laughs> it's over. Roll credits. Roll credits. <laughs> no. Okay. Let's do it. All right. All right. So, last time on Live and Let Fly, you guys picked up a shipment of Yara Berries from Pratt's Produce, Mr. Runo Pratt. You helped solve his Space Goblin hacking issue, and uh, you were accosted by a group of Space Goblins who attempted to literally steal your shipment, 
you manage to absolutely incinerate uh, multiple of them, avoid getting incinerated by the junk bot, and retrieve and secure all of your Yara Berries. Now here's the deal. At the end of the last session, you did in fact hear sirens or sirens. There he is. Indicating approaching Castrovellian authorities. Now, you guys made the decision to jump into your cargo rig and peace the fuck out instead of waiting for the authorities to uh, question you, right? Am I correct in that, as- in mm-hmm. that yes. assessment? That's what we did. So, the first thing that I need you to do, Gadrick, so you're piloting this cargo rig. You're going to have to navigate some like side alleys and things and try to avoid evade the authorities. So I need you to give me a piloting check Jeez. real quick. Oh, side screwed. alleys in this big rig? Jeez. All right. Uh, let's Josh is see. rolling for our fate. It's terrible. <sighs> you know, can sometimes we it works out. Something can can they aid me? Can they can one of them hold the steering wheel? Can we be a spotter? Uh, Y'all want a backseat drive? Is that yep. what you're saying? He'll ignore it. All so. right, I, all right. I'll let you aid. I'll let you aid, provided that you give me an example of how you're aiding him in character. So, this is a piloting aid. I got decent enough to try to aid. Uh, I'll say, all right, Gadrick. Keep your eyes on the road. We'll keep our eyes up here on the back for anything that we see ahead to try to help you make the right turns. We'll we'll, we'll be watching from the back uh, and shouting out if there's a large pane of glass being walked across (laughs) the the road and and perhaps avoiding all the fruit bushels uh, salesmen. And make sure not to hit any uh, prams while we're out there. I have a question. Who all's in the trailer right now? Like, like in, in there's the only cabin? four there's people. Only four yeah, seats. Like, yeah. So, exactly. So somebody, at least one person, is in the trailer. Did we I'm establish tra- that? I'm in the trailer. So Roland's like on the trailer, it, like on the back, on the trailer on the with the berries. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. Yeah, Hestia and I are on the back. The rest of you guys in the rig. Is there okay. is there a window? Can Morgan get in the back? Because they would want to assist with like I don't know I know it's 80 feet just trying to hold berries on as we sling through the back streets you know Mm -hmm. making Mm -hmm. sure shit's fastened down yeah well we I don't think we established uh how so do we need to like in in reverse I think how do you guys want to load up onto this vehicle in a hurry (laughs) everyone decide where you're gonna sit or stand Uh, yeah I think I'm gonna be on the trailer with the berries Morgan. I like it, back. Adam. Okay. Concise, quick, to the point. I support it. Morgan is also on the trailer with the berries, okay, great. close Mor- to the cabin. Sounds good. I love it. How about the rest of y'all? I'm going to be inside the truck. Hestia is also on the trailer because she got the, the decoy jump bot and loaded it mm. onto the trailer. And uh, Gadrick's driving. driving. Yeah. Great. Oh, guys, <laughs> that was on so the trailer. easy. Who's doing so this? Easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let me roll. Let me roll for those aids. Help you out. Move this along, right? How about a seventeen to eight? That way, and nobody else going once, going twice. Sold. Uh, that is a twenty-four total nice. with his aids. Uh, yeah, with the DC fifteen, bro, that gets it. <laughs> yeah, smashes it. Yeah. Okay, so you are able to successfully make your way back to your ship. BD-514, sitting in the hangar at ship's end. 
Now, here's the deal. You got a trailer full of yarrow berries you have to get in your ship. You'll be able to, you know, do that without worrying about the cops or anything. You're far enough away. It's not, not a big deal. The question is, you've had a, a pretty long day today. Mm-hmm. You've worked for a solid eight hours as well as had to fight for your lives and your shipment against uh, a crew of space goblins. So, problem is that your cargo holds inside of BD-14 are not large enough for you to just drive the cargo rig and the trailer up in there. So you're going to have to take all of the crates of yarrow berries off of the trailer, put them into your cargo bay, and then disassemble your trailer and drive your cargo rig back up. It's going to take you another eight hours of labor. Damn. But we so, don't have to worry about the police correct. the authorities. Correct. Okay. Correct. So the question is, do you all want to work a 16-hour day of backbreaking labor? Do you want to try to get a rest on the ship and, and do it in the morning? No. Remember, you're on a timer. I'm just yeah. curious. How do you want to do it? We're going to push. Yeah. yeah. We just got, like, waylaid by fucking goblins. We're trying to make sure that Pratt's... Retirement is saved? Hell no, we gon' Yeah! Alright, so Captain, you're trying to convince your your crew to go ahead after they've worked eight hours of, of manual labor to put in a 16-hour day. No overtime involved in this now, folks. You're only yep. getting paid for eight hours, so Captain, tell me, how do you inspire your crew to push through their fatigue? Um, alright. Well, uh, I'll say, all right, team, I know that it's been a long day, and I know that we're all a bit tired, but I think the best thing to do is to get these berries on our ship, get them secure, just in case there are more incidents, people trying to to steal these berries. Just remember, if as you get tired, that we will have a day or two to rest on the ship, um, so... Think about you're putting your eight hours in tomorrow, today, and I will make drinks for all of us tomorrow, and we can celebrate a job efficiently done as we head to Acton. Is everybody on board with this plan? Of course, Captain, yeah. Thank you, Morgan. Uh, yeah. It is logical to push forward and complete this task now in order to get our bonus. Indeed. Mr. Martel and Gadrick. It fucking sucks, but nothing we can do about it. I'm not going to sit here and whinge. All right. Yeah, it, uh, I mean, hell, I've worked longer days, so why not one today? Thank you for, uh, for that, and let's get to work. We do that. Okay. So you do it. So at this point... You know, you're able to do so un- unimpeded, right? Do you want to, like, catch a rest after you load all the yard berries onto BD-514, load the cargo rig up? Everything is good to go to depart. Do you want to try to get some rest? I would, I would feel more comfortable if we get this bucket off the ground yeah. and into space, and then everybody can take their sleep. Yarp. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we can throw it on autopilot and take a nappy poo, right? Yeah. All right, so 
Uh, it's it's not quite that simple. I've got a couple of things that I that I need from you all. Um, this yeah. piece of shit doesn't have autopilot. <laughs> <laughs> it actually does have a quite an advanced AI, but you're gonna have to uh, set it up. So the, the thing is, it's gonna take you about two hours. You know, once you're on to load up to get out of the atmosphere mm-hmm. and get ready to go into the drift. Now, I need you to plot a course. Of course, you know you need to go to Akaton. I need you to plot a course for Akaton. You know, get ready, and then we're gonna figure out how long it's gonna take you to get there. So, Gadrick, yeah. I need you to roll a piloting check, right. and I also need you to roll a D6. Okay. Oh, boy. I can do that. Watch me. Uh, so that is a dirty tw- Yeah, that's a dirty 20. Okay. Nice. And a five on the D6. All right, folks, here's the deal. It's going to take you five days of drift travel. Oh, no. To get five to Akaton. We had six days. You have six days. You've spent 16 of those hours. 18 of those hours, I guess, technically, by the time you get into the drift. But you are able to plot a course for Akaton. Drift portal opens up. You head through it. And you are going to be traveling through the drift for five days. So tell me, folks, how do we spend those five days? I will say once the course has been plotted, I'll say, all right, everybody, this was a good day's work. I suggest that we all retire to our cabins, which we all share in this tiny little ship, um, and that we reconvene for breakfast. Uh, Mr. Martell, what time would you like us to report for breakfast? Oh, 700 areas. All right, that will give us three hours of sleep. Um, (laughs) 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 Perhaps we could push breakfast a few hours this time, Mr. Martell. Captain, I can just uh, change the the clocks on the ship, you know. Oh, my God. We're between planets anyway, so it doesn't matter that much. We can change time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm too tired for these jokes, please. Can we oh, just establish yeah, let's go ahead and uh, we'll, we'll have a, uh, a brunch instead of breaking. You, brunch. Brunch. you can finally make that locks out of a bag that you've been wanting to make with that, with that freeze-dried salmon. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Hold up. We've had salmon on this ship for, for a month, and I didn't know about it. Well, you know, some of us like to it. savor things. You eat everything exactly. out of the pantry if we tell you about it. We have to hide things from you. Yeah, but it's because it's good. <laughs> Do I have to remind you of the Cliff Bar incident? <laughs> no, no, never mind. Yeah, Cliff gave they- us all those bars, and you ate them all before any of us could get any. <laughs> there you go. Sorry. There you go. There's a can uh, of beans in his cheek pouch right now. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> get your get your paws off my beans. Um, <laughs> I, I just want to say, particularly excellent work. Uh, Gadrick for your maneuvering and piloting skills you did a great job back there all of you did well we'll debrief tomorrow over brunch that sounds quite lovely do we still have a bottle of champagne hidden away Morgan uh, yes captain we, we, we spirited it away <laughs> hold up salmon, salmon and champagne <laughs> yes we're going to have a proper brunch <laughs> well fuck wish I'd known about them well, you know about it now. When we have brunch, right. yeah. Well, I got something to look forward to for once. That's right. Yeah. Well, you, I'm, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> well, you just do your job as a pilot. I'm doing the. I'm the one that keeps up inventory of all the 
stuff that goes on in the kitchen. Uh, Speaking of inventory, would someone assist me in taking this junk bot to the engineering bay? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. And Morgan would kind of, like, grab the feet, I guess, of the junk bot? Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, so, I mean, Hestia's uh, really excited to have, you know, just some scrap uh, stuff to tinker with and engineer with, and she's kind of made the engineering bay her... uh, her... And I believe Morgan kind of share that space as their little kind of communal place. And, mm-hmm. and that's where she tinkers and Morgan does other stuff. Yep. More. Um, afterwards, yeah, would definitely take a nap because it's been a long and. Oh, this is going to be longer than a nap. This yes. is a full on slumber. Yeah. All right, so I guess... So uh, let me go ahead and move you all onto... We actually have a a map for BD514 from the jump. So let me put you on here. Episode 3 ship map, y'all. Yeah, I know. Uh, I have to... (laughs) Let me move your tokens onto onto the map real quick. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Map horn. Map horn. I like that. That's it. All right, all right, okay. We got a nice little ship. Can you all see? Yeah. Yes, sir. Fantastic. Yes, sir. This is the galley, I suppose. Yes, you're all in the in sort of the uh, common room, Mm -hmm. which serves as the galley and Mm -hmm. living space. I mean, you know, obviously quarters are pretty cramped. Most of your ship is is cargo bay. Right. It's all about the efficiency here. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Edge Corp is not really splurging on the luxury space uh, in their freighters or anything. Okay, well, I imagine when we get there that Vincent has probably already beaten us there to start preparing. Yeah, Yeah, at that point, he's just already kind of like prepping and getting uh, food out. And at that point, he's just kind of looking busy, but he's really just like making sure. He's like trying to see, is everybody going to get here on time? Uh, I will, to for the captain's part, he will be there exactly on time. I think Hestia probably gets there a smidge early and asks Vincent, uh, is, do you require any assistance? Yeah, get on one of those ovens over there. I'll still got something I'll, I'll whip it up. Which oven? I can imagine there's only the one The one that's bloody on, on Mike. <laughs> 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 All right, well, yeah, Roland, I guess we'll walk in. Good morning, Hestia and Mr. Martel. It smells quite lovely in here. Yeah, good day. We're, we're busy, but uh, you want to talk, mo- talk good, to Hestia. Good morning, Captain. Uh, yes, uh, how are you doing, Hestia? Uh, fantastic. I am helping. Yes, I, I see that you, that you are becoming a bit of a sous chef for Mr. Martel. Do you enjoy cooking? I enjoy helping. I see. <laughs> yeah, she does know a way around the kitchen. I I grew up uh, on a farm of sorts. I have cooked. Yes, you have mentioned a bit of that to me. Uh, I would like to know more of, at some point, but perhaps at a later point. We have business to attend to once everyone else arrives. Uh, Mr. Martel, would you like me to set the table? Go on and do it. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, it would be my pleasure. And I go and get a bunch of paper plates. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, what's his name? Um, Vincent is going to go up to the intercom. And he's going to just put on an all-wide, like, ship broadcast. All right, anybody who's still missing, you're going to miss out on your grub. Get the fuck in here. Where's Gaddy? Uh, Gaddy comes out of the pantry. Eating (laughs) beans, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, uh, Gadrick comes from from his bunk and just kind of stumbles in, walks over, looks at it. Yeah, it smells all right. And then, like, walks up to it and takes a piece. Or, like, reaches out to take a piece. Does anybody do anything about that? Smacks or? his hand with a ladle. <laughs> hey, 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 Okay, fine. Fine. I it, it ain't fucking ready yet. It looks ready to me. Please tell me that there is nothing currently on the stove that requires a ladle. You just carry it around for the express purpose of smacking Gaddy when he tries to filch food. <laughs> it's actually his solarian <laughs> weapon. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> um, Morgan would come in uh, a, about a couple minutes after Gadrick shows up, and they are in like what can only be described as really baggy sleeping clothes. You know, that shirt that you get that's from like a free shirt that's way too big for anything but to sleep in. Uh, so that one, their hair's like kind of ratty and pulled into this sloppy braid. And uh, they kind of walk up to the table that oh, smells divine, Vinny. I swear you are one of the best cooks I've ever, ever been around. And I'm sorry I'm late. Sorry. Sorry I'm late. But, and they would pull out from behind their uh, back like a very small pouch. Say, I brought coffee. It's from the, one of the last... Uh, uh, jobs we were on it, I saw it and I and I got it. And it's not much, but it's a bit for whoever might be interested. I thought it would go well with our family I brunch. Do, I would love a cup of coffee. So uh, Vincent just kind of gives a stink eye for a minute, just kind of kind of like looking up and down, and just kind of snatches that that coffee. So, I suppose we can go ahead and brew a cup of, and. He's going to go ahead and start the brewing process for that coffee. Yay! <laughs> yeah, I imagine a hot cup of joe will do you all a lot of good yeah. after putting in a 16-hour day with... Rejuvenation. You yeah. Know? <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, we're we sitting all around the table now. We've been enjoying our, enjoying our bunch. What are we having, John? What did, what did, what did, what did, what did you make for us? So... Vincent, using the long-haul rations, uh, he has been uh, kind of tinkering around with the various powders in order to make a sort of waffles for everybody. And uh, in this, you happen to notice that they happen to have yarrow berries in them. Yeah, uh, I'm the captain. I mean, do I have to roll a perception check on that? I feel like I would just see them, right? I mean, you're eating like, them, right? Or it's in the, well, in, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, I think you would he's, notice. He's like putting the putting the food out on the table. I will say, um, Mr. Martell, did you get these berries from Hestia's bushel or from our multi hundreds of thousands worth credits worth of? Of berries that were supposed to be delivering. Uh, Hestia butts in and says, uh, Captain, of my own will, I granted uh, my ally and friend 
the berries from my own personal box. Well, that is very kind of you, Hestia. I'm quite curious to see how these taste. Proceed. What else have you prepared for us, Mr. Martell? And so Martell has also uh, whipped up a little bit of a light dessert-ish type of dish, um, just using some of the, like, the dried milk and uh, dried eggs. Some sweet and condensed milk. Yeah, and yeah exactly. Eggs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And so just kind of like it's a light uh, breakfast or brunch, so to right, speak. Right. And then we have coffee. Yeah. We have and we champagne. Have co- yep. Coffee and champagne. Salmon. Yeah. We have salmon. Yep. Freeze dried salmon. You really want to blow it all in one meal, huh? Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We don't need to do like the salmon got, right you now. Got, you know, you got five days. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Now look, GM, it no. ain't going to be one meal yeah. with my little mouth pouches. Yeah. Like, oh, God, I, I'm, no. I'm going to put some in my cheek pouch and be snacking on this for a couple of days. <laughs> Please until it starts turning ranch. You can and then I'll just certainly like, do that, Gadrick. Yeah, that no, is this no is, problem. This was the reward for a day yeah. hard work. Speaking of, I would like to just check in with all of you um this was our first time encountering a hostile situation while i have reviewed your files as they were provided to me by edge corp i know that some of you have some martial experience i did not see what happened at the front of this the trailer but before we get to that i would just like to make sure that everyone is all right i i know that the brochures, as it were, does not suggest that this job is one where we would have to fight. Um, is How is everyone feeling? Particularly you, Hestia. You put a drill through a person's <laughs> neck, or a living being's neck. How's, how are you feeling? Are you all right? Mm, it is unfortunate that this could not be resolved with by diplomatic means. Um... I do wonder what Hylax may think of my conduct. However, had I not done what I did, he most certainly would have gotten away with our shipment. This is true. Uh, For my part, I would like to apologize for ignoring your suggestion to attempt diplomacy first. This is something that I am better trained in, and I should have done. However, I was overcome by a sort of rage that I have not experienced in quite some time. Um, That being said, I do not think that those goblins had any interest in talking about giving the berries back. In my experience, goblins have a one-track mind, and once they've set their small peanut-sized brains, uh, uh, similar to mine, um, (laughs) uh, on a task that they are hard to be dissuaded from it. Um, you did well, and, and as did you, Morgan. I, I appreciate both of your efforts standing next to me. However, in the front, I did not see how things went down with the the robot dressed as an old woman. Could you please debrief me, Mr. Martell and Gadrick, about how that situation unfolded? Well, first of all, just like you mentioned, is it wasn't an old woman. It was a robot. That robot turned out to... Be, uh, to, that robot just scattered all these petrol tanks all over in front of us and thankfully we managed to avoid too much damage and we managed to take it out no problem had uh, had pretty nasty like 
breathing fire thing it did, but yeah. oh yeah, that was a fucking nasty trick, didn't it? Yeah, with the yes, those petrol barrels sitting around. It was it was uh, a little bit hot. I'm gonna tell you the truth. But now we've got a uh, a new drone. It looks like, and uh, I'm expecting mm. to see some results with it. Tia, mm. it, it is not what you would refer to as a drone itself, and it is not currently functional. Though I do plan on tinkering with it uh, to see what I can what I can do with it. Morgan. I have a special request for you. I would like you to draft a letter to the authorities of Castrovel, giving a statement of what went, what happened. It is not customary for me to ignore the authorities, but as we have a time-sensitive shipment, it is... Mm, I would feel better if we did at least supply them the information that they probably need. Alright, GM question. Would Morgan know? Should we do that? Like, based on her, uh, based on the culture check that did last go, like, should we implicate ourselves? It's up to you. Well, I mean, I was trying to see what Morgan's headspace would be about that before. Mm. Um, I'll say this much. If you send a letter implicating yourselves in what went down uh, in the city there, the the Castrovillian authorities are certainly going to want to follow up. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so Morgan would just kind of be nodding and like, as you're talking, I'm assuming we're eating over this conversation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, as you're yeah. talking, Morgan is just kind of like, they come... I'm sorry, I gotta set the scene for you. They came slouching in and everything, but once they sit down, once food is in front of them, shoulders back, you know, straighten up, immaculate table manners, and just like savoring every bite of this, you know, powdered ration confection situation. Uh, And just listening to the captain with eyes closed and just kind of enjoying the food. And they would set down their knife and fork and open their eyes and say, Captain, I fully understand your reasoning of wanting to do that. But you remember how we like... Uh, well, we got out of there really quick because we didn't want to be mixed up in the authorities and all of that situation. If we send a letter, we'll wind up being mixed up with those authorities. You see, so I think it might wind up doing us bit more harm than it would good I don't know that it is in our best interest to do so now will I write the letter for you absolutely should we send it maybe not no no you shouldn't send it at all if you do if you do we're liable all liable to lose our jobs and we can't work bonus we're tied up in the courts tied up dealing with all that crap we're likely to not never be able to work again Let's not make this a complex situation. Let's keep it simple. So, how about we don't? What do you say to that? I hear all of you. Um, I, I guess I don't see quite what we have done that implicates us in anything. We did not create. We we did not commit any crimes. We, we ran, Captain. Yeah, that's the problem. See, 
They want us we to left stick around. The scene of the crime, even though we were victims of it. And there's corpses there. They can't say anything different. Hestia just makes a drilling noise. Ring. <laughs> Ring. <laughs> yeah, Morgan, Morgan just kind of like raises their hands up to the side of their head and goes, poof. Like, like it's still can't believe, brain. I still can't believe that you used a fucking drill on one of them. It is what I had. It's brutal, Mike. Fucking brutal. Well, I, I'm not a fist fighter. Yeah, as I stated, none of us were expecting to be in a fight. I, I, I give, um, I have respect for Hestia for improvising with the tools that she had. If the crew is all in agreement that we should not send the letter, I will think on this. I have not made my decision yet. However, I think that no crime has been committed other than us leaving a scene of us being attacked. We did not hurt any other people. Um, space goblins are known to be uh, bandits of trade routes. And I think at the very least, we may have to pay a small fine. However, I will think on this. I will consider everything that you have said and I will reconsider. We will, we will discuss this tomorrow. However, I must say that if you receive any communications from the Castrovel authorities that you must take that call. Do not dodge them further. Aye, Captain. It'll absolutely do it. Alright, to clarify, I will say that you are going to be in the drift for five days. That's five days without any communication from you to the, uh, the police there. And then, any message that you would send would take... 1d6 days to arrive so I told you that I wasn't the smartest wolf no, of my pack I, you're looking I, at I think 6 <laughs> more days I just rolled that 1d6 we're looking at 6 more days so that's 11 days after the scene of the crime wow. is that for an email or is that for a physical letter because he kept saying draft a letter mm-hmm. okay if you want to send snail mail <laughs> that's going to take Yes, I want this I to be a, I need a much bigger one fucking one die. For, I, need a, one, I need a much bigger die for D100. this. D100. It's going to roll that D30. It's going to take 18 days <laughs> to Morgan, arrive. Morgan pulls out parchment and a quill and says, All right, Captain, I'm ready for you to dictate whenever you're ready. <laughs> oh. oh, no, I, I, I could not possibly dictate. This is something that I entrust to you. I'm sure you'll find the right words. Um, and yes, it, it, I just really love your penmanship. And so... <laughs> I, I want to do this the right way, the classy way. Uh, please make sure that you're using Edgecorp letterhead. Officially uh, <laughs> <laughs> trace us in all possible. Uh, yes. Because I'm sure the company would love mm-hmm. to have that on their uh, Oh yeah. On their record. Yeah. Right. As representatives of Edgecorp, yep. this happened. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely you're definitely gonna get your bonus doing that shit. So like right. it's a great plan. I do wanna like make sure that the captain understands Morgan is one hundred percent understanding the reasoning behind mm-hmm. them wanting to uh you know, Captain wanting to send send a communique. Uh but yeah, Morgan is absolutely not interested in having the the police involved. <laughs> They do like background checks and shit. That's Out of character, I I completely understand 
And as I said, the, the rest of the crew all made valid points, so Roland will consider it overnight. Oh, okay. But I feel like in character, that's just where his head's at. So I mean, to good. be fair, it's like as a new captain, first like big gig, we kill some people that tried to rob us and then yeah. run away. I get it. Right. Like, I get being a little like, maybe we should follow up on that. <laughs> I, I just don't think that we have anything to hide. You know, like the only thing that we did wrong was leave. And we have a pretty valid excuse for leaving quickly because there was no longer any issue there. You know, like that, you know, I get that there's a whole level of bureaucracy that the captain is not considering, but like he doesn't feel that he's done anything, that this crew has done anything that warrants hiding from. You know? We all we all took twenties on our acrobat our acrobatics for your mental gymnastics. Let's go. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I think that's a little harsh, but whatever. <laughs> all right. So, like I said, you got five days in the drift. Is there anything else that you want to do? Yeah, I would like to say, um, you know, at this breakfast, I would I would ask um, Gadrick and. Vincent to kind of hang back once everybody's kind of going off in different directions. I'd like to, I'd like to have a conversation with them. Maybe while while uh, Hestia and Morgan go to the engineering. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We will uh, go okay. to our secret clubhouse. Yes, that's good. Mm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the first thing I'll say, I'll, I'll be like. All right, uh, Mr. Martell, um, we are heading to Akaton, and I know that that is where you're from. I would like to ask if there's anything that we should be aware of, and I've asked um, Gadrick here to be here in case there's something he should be aware of as the pilot in coming into the planet. Is, is there anything that we should be concerned about considering the cargo that we have aboard? So you see Vincent, he's washing the dishes after the meal that was uh, cooked. Answering back to the captain's question, he's like, Well, what only things that Gadrick needs to know is that it's uh, a third of the gravity of Epsilon Station and it's a thin atmosphere, so there's a lot of dust around that uh, planet, so you may want to make sure that the engines don't catch up too much on that. But as far as uh, anything related to down below, say that there's a lovely red panorama as far as you can see, and it's dry that a dead dingo's donga. And uh, as far as, as far as the language, as far as the place itself, they teach it to all the young sprouts who are unlucky enough to be born there. Uh, it's a place of misery and hope, life and slow death. The planet's been dying as long as anyone can remember, but still, people scratch a living out there. Uh, There was a Thesteron boom many years back. If you know what Thesteron is, it's the component used for sublight travel. And that made this planet the place to be during uh, during that time, as it was only available. But that dried up since no one needed Thesteron and the drift became a thing. Uh, they did. They tried to do. They tried to terraform a place nearby. Funds dried up, and that too died. Now it's just a place for organised crime, raiders, thieves, and those too poor, too stubborn to leave. All right, we didn't ask for your whole life story. No, 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 no. <laughs> Got him. 
fucking no, that, That's just yeah. Adam calling yeah. back the joke. The captain will say, uh, that is a very thorough um, report tonight. I appreciate it. Um, right. So why don't you go have some champagne? Oh, I'm sorry, Gadrick. Do you have any questions? Yeah, I was going to, you know, I guess shorten that a little bit. It's uh, lower gravity and it's dusty. That's right. Like I told you. <laughs> right, Third I gravity can, of Epsilon Station. I can work with that. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I appreciate the heads up. Um, yeah, Mark. Uh, Mr. Martell, if you would uh, check the paneling and make sure that our berries are all secure for this drift travel. Um, I have a few words I'd like to have with a Gadrick. And kind of picking up on that, he says, sure, I'll check out the paneling with big air quotes. And just kind of like goes and fucks off. Yeah. <laughs> Hearing that. I guess I'll just go fuck myself. <laughs> yep. Hearing that Roland wants to have a one on one, Gadrick gets that like sinking feeling in his chest like, ah, shit, I'm in trouble. You know? Like a little bit of anxiety. Um, and I'll say, uh, Gadrick, how are you doing this morning? Well, I mean. Had a had a hell of a breakfast. Honestly, it's the best I've felt in a long time. I'm quite glad to hear that. Um, the reason I wanted to talk to you is that I know that you've been with the company for quite some time. And I can only imagine that having a young captain such as myself come in and, and try to give orders be a bit disruptive or... Well, let's just be clear, a bit annoying to you. Is that... Am I anywhere near the mark here? Yeah, you know, I don't... I don't mean for it to be. It's just... I don't know. I've, I've, I've seen a lot like you. I've seen a lot like everybody else on this ship. And... You know, I... I, I don't know. I just... I just want to get through this job and make it through this and I guess get assigned to yet another crew you know uh, well I understand wanting to get through the job um, one thing that I would like to say to you is that I hope that this crew lasts for quite some time it is my goal to raise this entire crew uh, in position with Edgecorp and I count on your experience and your skills to achieve that I would ask simply that if you have an issue or that if things are not going the way that you expect them to, that we have a conversation about it. That being said, in a moment where decisions need to be made quickly, I think that it can is only counterproductive to have multiple people trying to say what to do. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh... I'm sorry. I, I just you know, heard the sirens and then after the you fight, you mean the sirens? I heard the sirens and <laughs> after the fight, I uh, I don't know. I just I just wanted to get out of there and and uh, I'm I'm sorry. No apologies needed. I, I I feel that I understand. Can I ask you one more question? May I go ahead? How come you never applied for the captaincy of a ship? Or, I'm sorry, perhaps you have. Well, no, actually, I, I haven't. Uh, 
I just, I don't see myself being that. You know, I, I don't know if it's a, a lack of self-confidence or, or what, or maybe I don't, don't feel I got the people skills or whatever it is. I just, I've just never felt like I, I, I'd be good at it. Well, I think you're more skilled than you give yourself credit for, though I would agree that your soft skills need some work. However, if you are interested in being a captain ever, please do not hesitate to tell me and I will write a letter of recommendation for you. I've been approached by Mr. Martell, telling me that there is vacancies around and, well... If that isn't something that you're interested in, as much as I would love to have you stay on my crew, I would not want to hold anybody back from their ambitions. In the meantime, while you are on my crew, and I am your captain, let us work together. You are an excellent pilot, and you have more skills than that as well. Perhaps we can develop those together, rather than opposed. You know, Roland, uh, I mean, you know what, Captain? We're sitting at breakfast. You can call me Roland. It's quite all right. Well. We're off the clock, so to speak. For what it's worth, uh... You're not bad. <laughs> I you appreciate know, I, that, but we're just getting started. <laughs> no, no, I, I know. I'm just saying, I've, I've seen so many new, fresh, hopeful... And people gung ho about this job, about having a ship and having a crew, and and uh, well, I appreciate you got a level head on you. Well, uh, I appreciate the skills that you bring to the team, and I will do my best to keep a measured take. Now, go enjoy your day off. I am going to check on the berries to make sure that they are secure, because you know I just don't trust that Vincent will not eat some of those berries. <laughs> yeah, as Gadrick tries to keep the berries in his cheek pouch. <laughs> oh, not, not really, cool. not really. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a can of beans for your cheek pouch. I just imagine, so So have you guys seen like a hamster shoving things mm -hmm. into their oh, cheek pouches oh, yeah. and how much they stick out? But there's yeah. just like a couple inches long cylinder sticking out of, yep. out of Gadrick's face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, spit out that space goblin. <laughs> uh, and that, that'll be, that's all I got. Zach. He has a pistol in there, Captain. <laughs> I hope that it is, the safety is on. <laughs> Wait, these things have safety? <laughs> all right. Great job, guys. Morgan, Tia, is there anything that you want to do before we kind of hand wave the next few days and get you to Akaton? Yeah, um, I mean, so uh, Emily and I had kind of talked about, I think, prior to the show that our characters would kind of, you know, uh, share the engineering bay for their own sort of purposes. Obviously, it is an engineering bay, so there's like tools and everything everywhere. But, like, off to one side is kind of a workstation that Hestia has kind of scrapped together. Um, and, and that's where she tinkers with stuff. And now has had the Jungbot brought. Um, and I, I think it's probably has gone back to excitedly tinkering. But there's... Uh, if I imagine... Um, 
Morgan looking would see the junk bot, but would also see this table and another something, another kind of project, probably reminiscent of the junk bot that Hestia seems to be working on. That, um, yeah, I mean, that she just would eagerly be tinkering with constantly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Little mystery for us to delve into maybe a little later, huh? Yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> um, okay. So, Morgan, so, like, just to set y'all up, so, the engineering bay uh, is at the aft of the ship. Did I do that right? Correct. Did I? Yeah. Yes. Sweet. Um, and, like, the power cores there kind of in the center of the engineering room. So, like, I imagine on the left side is Hestia's stuff, and then on the right side of the power core is Morgan's stuff. Um, and on Morgan's side, there's just kind of tucked into the corner is just one large uh, pillow that they would sit on and pray on. So that's kind of because our, like, as we've said, our quarters, our crew quarters are tiny like it's just the bunks and that's it uh so morgan would kind of use this space as their own sort of meditation and prayer area and as they walk into uh, the bay and everything and they're looking over at the table says oh dear you've got some very interesting stuff going on there can't wait to see what you'll put together this time um call if you need anything i'm gonna go to uh take care of my dailies uh, and they would walk over to their side of the uh, bay and just start disrobing and once they were completely naked they would sit down on their pillow and start praying yeah Hestia doesn't really even notice and if she does isn't even bothered by it a little bit uh, but I think telepathically before you like get into your um, you know prayer mode or whatever would just say I, I hope uh, the sounds of my work will not interrupt you. Uh, out loud, Morgan would say, Of course not, dear friend. Knowing that you're excited about your project brings me peace and joy. Well, it, it's interesting that you say so, for though you, you may not think upon initially viewing this, this is sort of my form of prayer as well. As a worshipper of Hylax, the Forever Queen is very invested in individuality, and the expression of your personal interests is a form of, of praise to Hylax, and I express myself by building and tinkering with things. I've been working on this project all month, and I... To be honest, I've built and torn it down and built it again more times than I can count. Not literally, I can count very high. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. Emily loves Tia so much. I do too. Um, uh, but yeah, Morgan would kind of just <laughs> Tia that you're so invested in it that you want it to be this perfect embodiment of of your <sighs> devotion, your devotion to your deity and your everything that you are it's just i'm so happy that we are on a crew together well by creating an expression of myself i further uh elevate my praise to hylax and 
Though I'm not sure what form my project will take, my goal is to make something that will be helpful to the crew. For the highest goal of my personal life is to be helpful to those around me. Morgan would kind of clap you on the shoulder and say, You're one of the most helpful individuals I've ever met. And I can't wait to see what you come up with. And they would kind of like nod, smile, look over your work more time, and just kind of duck around the power core. All right. All right. Nice. Great great scenes, guys. I, I think you've all uh, done some fantastic character development uh, this episode. And Roll credits. Uh, well, it's 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 made me like you know not have to really do anything. Aren't that, so, isn't that a great feeling? It's, it's, like, it's kind of neat. Yeah. yeah. So why don't you all take an inspiration? I'll take you a D thirty. Yeah. Everybody in the crew, hey. that's, that's take you a D thirty. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna um, we're gonna cap that out at three. Okay. Because I don't want you to think you need to be holding these forever. You should use them, right? I want you to use them. Yes. You say that now. Fine. All right. So this continues on, you know, for the next five days, you are getting very close to the deadline. Um, As the freighter ship BD 514 exits from the drift portal five days later into orbit around Akaton. As soon as you exit from the drift, your, the ship's comm unit on the bridge lights up with a message for you. Oh, shit. Um, Morgan, I see that we have an incoming comms. Will you please put it up for, for us to listen? Hey, yeah. Oh, I bet it's Tarika. I, I hope so. it's Tarika. <laughs> <laughs> and they would just kind of do, 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 pull it up. Yep, so uh, much to your relief. <laughs> It, uh, it is, in fact, Tarika, your company dispatcher, the sweet and wholesome Brunary. And um, she, you know, she looks pretty anxious and her image is like barely visible, you know, on the hollow screen before she blurts out. Howdy, team. I'm just checking in on y'all. Uh, if you're receiving this, you probably arrived at Akaton. Your drop-off site is in Hive Market. Now... Y'all can't miss that place. Just look for the biggest damn mountain on the entire planet. That'll be called Ka, the pillar of the sky, and hive markets around its bottom. So there's a business there called Ka Imports, and Siski, the manager, is your contact. You can collect payment from her and maybe get a nice little bonus for rapid delivery. Be careful on that dust bowl, though. There's no real law on Akaton, and the desert's no place to go exploring. I'm looking for your next job, and I'll send a transmission when I have something for you. But if you haven't heard from me by the time you're done on Akaton, y'all come on in to Absalom Station. Oh, uh, um, Roland, Shan said to tell you hello. And Gadrick, I hope you're being sweet to them greenhorns. <laughs> Gadrick kind of <laughs> chuckles to himself a little bit. All right now, y'all. We'll see ya. Oh, damn. Is that it? That's it. Oh, oh wow. Oh, oh wow. you sneaky bastard. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we'll pick it up here next next sesh. Okay. Excellent. All right. I like her. Right. Yeah. I do, too. She's a sweetheart. <laughs> She's great. She's a sweetheart. Very helpful.